You're listening to the Lifting Her Voice podcast, episode number one. Today we'll read the first chapter of Matthew together, wading through all those genealogies and the first story of the Nativity. Welcome to the Lifting Her Voice podcast. I'm your host, Joy Miller, and I invite you to grab your Bible and join me as we simply read God's Word together. Some things require discipline, and sometimes that's just not easy to muster by yourself, no matter how badly you want to do it or how much you know you should. It's just easier to do it with a friend. So refill your coffee or tea, get comfortable in your favorite chair, and follow along as I read aloud. I'm so glad you're here. Well, this may be our first time together, but it certainly won't be our last. We'll be meeting here together every single day to read God's Word, the Bible, together. My prayer is that reading systematically through the Bible every year will become an obsession for you as it has for me. So usually April 15th means something entirely different than it does for us today. What it means for us here on the podcast is that there are 260 days left in the year. Why is that so important, you ask? Well, it so happens there are 260 chapters in the New Testament. So together, on December 31st, we will have read the entire New Testament of the Bible. Now, I won't let you rest there, but more on that later. So why is it important to read the Bible systematically every day? Isaiah 55, 10, and 11 talks about this and why it's important. Let me read it to you from the New Living Translation. The rain and snow come down from the heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. It is the same with my word. I send it out, and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to, and it will prosper everywhere I send it. That promise is for you. His word will produce fruit in you. So let's get started. I'll be reading from the Christian Standard Bible, the CSB, but you can follow along in your favorite translation. Here we go. Matthew chapter 1. An account of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham fathered Isaac, Isaac fathered Jacob, Jacob fathered Judah and his brothers, Judah fathered Perez and Zerah by Tamar, Perez fathered Hezron, Hezron fathered Aram, Aram fathered Aminadab, Aminadab fathered Nashon. Nashon fathered Salmon, Salmon fathered Boaz by Rahab, Boaz fathered Obed by Ruth, Obed fathered Jesse, and Jesse fathered King David. 
David fathered Solomon by Uriah's wife. Solomon fathered Rehoboam. Rehoboam fathered Abijah. Abijah fathered Asa. Asa fathered Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat fathered Joram. Joram fathered Uzziah. Uzziah fathered Jotham. Jotham fathered Ahaz. Ahaz fathered Hezekiah. Hezekiah fathered Manasseh. Manasseh fathered Amon. Amon fathered Josiah. And Josiah fathered Jeconiah and his brothers at the time of the exile to Babylon. After the exile to Babylon, Jeconiah fathered Shealtiel. Shealtiel fathered Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel fathered Abiud. Abiud fathered Eliakim. Eliakim fathered Azor. Azor fathered Zadok. Zadok fathered Achim. Achim fathered Eliud. Eliud fathered Eleazar. Eleazar fathered Mathen. Mathen fathered Jacob. And Jacob fathered Joseph the husband of Mary, who gave birth to Jesus, who is called the Messiah. So all the generations from Abraham to David were fourteen generations, and from David until the exile to Babylon, fourteen generations, and from the exile to Babylon until the Messiah, fourteen generations. The birth of Jesus Christ came about this way. After his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, it was discovered before they came together, that she was pregnant from the Holy Spirit. So her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and not wanting to disgrace her publicly, decided to divorce her secretly. But after he had considered these things, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife, because what has been conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. Now all this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet. See, the virgin will become pregnant and give birth to a son, and they will name him Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did as the Lord's angel had commanded him. He married her, but did not have sexual relations with her until she gave birth to a son, and he named him Jesus. Oh my goodness, I can actually hear you saying, Joy, please tell me it gets better than this. <laughs> Even my pastor teases about how boring the genealogies in the Bible are. But if you'll allow me, I want to share a few things that stand out to me. You know, I never appreciated this genealogy until I read the Old Testament. I actually knew who these people were. Well, okay, to be honest, at first I was just congratulating myself that I actually recognized them. But I think what's really important here is to know who some of these people are that were in Jesus's lineage. They're people just like you and me, fallible people, people who sometimes chose to sin, again, like you and me, like Rahab, who was a prostitute. Um, some were societal outcasts, like Ruth. Even King David, as much as he loved God and having a relationship with him, made some blunders that he was called on the carpet for. He had to repent. 
you'd think that God would only have chosen the cream of the crop to lead up to Jesus, but he didn't. My point is that if God could use all those folks, he can and will use you and me for his purposes. When we come just as we are, with willing hearts, he will use us to further his kingdom. And then we can't overlook our first peek at the birth of Jesus and the events that led up to it. I have heard and read and told this story hundreds of times, and I still shake my head at Mary's courage. She must have known, even at her young age, that she was laying her life on the line. She could have been stoned. Can't you just hear the tongue wagging that must have been going on in that small village of Nazareth? But God bolstered her faith and then Joseph's. And because of their faith and courage, we now have hope. Of course, there is much more to this story, but you'll just have to wait until tomorrow. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this time with you. Thank you so much for the hearts that have committed to reading your word every single day. I pray that your word will bear fruit in all of us according to your good purposes. Amen. Thank you for joining me here today. I pray God will grow in you what has been planted and watered here. In this time of unprecedented struggle worldwide, we can look to God for guidance and comfort. Be sensitive to those in your circle of influence who need a word of encouragement and invite them to join us. If you like the show, it would be great if you'd give it a five-star review. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. See you right here tomorrow. Be well.